0: Now this year, twenty seventeen, has been an eventful one, not just politically, but for the country's economy, with multiple events and story sending shockwaves affecting the economy. We saw the appointment of Malusi Gigaba as the finance minister, following the axing of the returning finance minister, Pravin Gordon under very murky circumstances. State capture was in the spotlight with SOEs and big corporate scandals, including KPMG's withdrawal of the SARS report, with the ex- and the exposed accounting irregular. Similarities, they call it, at the furniture and clothing retailer Steinhoff, leading to a freefall of the share price and a downgrade to junk status of that company. Joining us down the line to to look at the highlights of the country's economic news in 2017 is Dr. Iraj Abedi and the chief economist at Pan-African Capital. Doctor, very good morning to you and welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Good morning to you and the listeners.
0: A tumultuous and very busy year for our economy, and not in the best way, I would suggest. But which would you say were some of the three top stories that stood out for you this year?
1: I think the top, of course, has been a, a very uh, traumatic and, and tragic year for our economy. Uh, the, the top three, if you push me, one is that <laughs> the government has betrayed the economy. Uh, There is no question that uh, much of the instability, much of the damage came from the heart of the cabinet and from uh, sort of irrational cabinet reshuffles uh, and and totally inexplicable uh, uh, destabilization of the macroeconomic environment in a situation where we already had enough problems to, to, to deal with. So that was number one. Number two is the 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 unbelievable, equally a betrayal by some of the key business uh, leaders and business firms. You did mention in your introduction, KPMG uh, was a big story uh, because, not because of the company itself, but because of the importance of audit functions in, in, a, in a modern economy. And the fact that uh, not only the, the crisis uh, erupted Uh, but also they failed to deal with it. They failed uh, to to look into the matter uh, and take actions that would be convincing. And they did exactly the same type of reaction that politicians have done, uh, which is to deny, to camouflage, to uh, make movements that are not the real solution to to the problems. And, of course, uh, KPMG was not alone. McKenzie came out and salt came out as a uh, Then, of course, as if that wasn't bad enough, as you mentioned, Steiner, which wiped out hundreds of billions of, of savings in the economy. Uh, and the fact that neither in the political arena nor in the business arena anybody has been held responsible for this type of uh, monumental damage to the economy, some business executives should already be in jail. And some of the auditors of KPMG should be in jail, never mind give a handshake to go. So the, these are the serious issues. And, of course, the, the, the third and final uh, problem for us is the fact that uh, the situation has left the economy in a doldrum. In um, uh, other words, uh, investors, commentators don't quite uh, figure out uh, where the economy is going to go next. They speculate. There is no facts. Um, the National Treasury hasn't come up with, the Cabinet hasn't come up with, or no other source has come up with a roadmap that, yes, we are in trouble, but this is how we're going to get out. So those are the three key issues for me.
0: Now, corruption seems to have been the cause of much loss to the economy. Tell us about its impact on the economy and and can we quantify the damage by way of an analogy perhaps uh, when we look at things like Steinhoff, KPMG and even government corruption within the state capture report?
1: Absolutely. I mean, corruption uh, is at the heart of all of these. It's a corruption at at the moment, I mean, up to to now there's been more than enough evidence to demonstrate that... uh, some of the political moves are all driven by corruption and protection, protection of the corrupt. For example, if you look at ESCOM, uh, hundreds of billions stolen uh, in transit, still not uh, revealed. SAPA the same, SAA the same. So corruption uh, is the central cancer uh, that both in the private sector and in the public sector, and, and most importantly, uh, it's a corruption of not just financial trade, but also governance and organizational and ethical uh, structures of the economy. That corruption is as bad as, uh, as the financial one. But to just illustrate one point, uh, if you look at what we know up to now, and uh, the ex-minister of finance, Mr. Parian Gordon, has uh, shown some numbers. I personally have also looked at some numbers, adding up what's been missing in ESCOM, in transit and process. On one issue alone, which is state-owned enterprises, close to 200 billion uh, has gone through corrupt behavior. Now, if we look at South Africa and say, look, there are 5 million families that are poor. That 200 billion would have meant a 40,000 rand per family uh, and that just illustrates the extent of robbery that has taken place at the expense of the poor. Now, if you then add to it what the sign of has worked out, that's another 100 out billion, close to 150 billion, and these are just two items that we know. Uh, there are, of course many, many others. Uh, so this is, this is a massive betrayal of the poor which their life, and also puts the economy on a back foot. These are the savings that have been robbed at. These are the type of money that should have created jobs, that should have created infrastructure, that should have put the economy on a platform to grow from uh, current close to zero to 4-5%. So it's not just the money has been stolen, but the opportunity for the next 5-10 to years also has been stolen, and that is the real damage to the poor, to the young, and to the unemployed.
0: Would you tie this down or pin it down perhaps to ethical rot or unethical conduct by these companies and and even government to a certain extent?
1: Absolutely. At the core of it is is lack of ethics, the the, the collapse of moral and ethical values. There is no doubt about it. But at the same time, the fact that we have destroyed the the law enforcement agencies, both in the private and public sector, uh, that people just destroy or rob or wipe out savings, uh, completely assured that nothing's going to happen to them. Uh, for example, since KPMG broke out, EBA, which is the regulatory body of the, uh, of the auditors, uh, has done absolutely nothing. Uh, they've issued some flimsy statements to the parliament, excusing themselves, which means EBA itself is lacking capacity, is lacking ethics and governance structures to act with the speed that the economy needs. So yes, ethical collapse is, 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 a, is a real cause, but at the same time, lack of uh, organisational or agencies that deal with these issues in order to, uh, to prevent further collapse of ethics and
0: misbehavior. Mm-hmm. The election of Cyril Ramaphosa as the ANC leader, how has the RAND's value been affected through all of this? And, and, and do you think that there, there might be uh, some light at the end of this very dark tunnel of our economy?
1: Yes, there is no question that the election of Cyril uh, Ramaphosa is seen um, as a turning point. Whether he's correct or not, whether he will be able to deliver or not, we have to see. But at the moment, based on his very strong uh, campaign and messages during his, his uh, campaigning phase prior to his election he took a very strong position on, on, on corruption, he's taken uh, he's made a promise that if he gets elected he will recover the money, and it also it's important to know that all, just about much of this money is recoverable if we have uh, law enforcement agencies, but that's, that's another issue altogether, but Mr. Araposa has made a promise that he will Clean the, 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 the rotten slate, and the markets are saying, "Well, if that happens, um, ironically, the South African economy, in the middle of all these things, has got lots of opportunities for growth. If we have a clean government, if we have clean uh, leadership in the business, this economy should comfortably grow between five to six percent. And yet, we don't have the leadership that's required. So, Mr. Ramaphosa's election has been seen as a credible." Uh, factor in turning the economy around, and on the back of it, uh, the financial markets are taking a very optimistic position that he will deliver. And um, of course, he, he, as we all know, politically, he, he faces real challenges within the ANC, but nonetheless, the foreign exchange market is taking the view that things have gone so bad that with a good, clean, capable state, we can turn the situation around, and the RAND should go back to its so-called inherent value as opposed to the nominal value.
0: Economic growth and employment opportunities still remain subdued. Now, Soto Ramaphosa did indicate that he's looking at a new plan to create those jobs. But what do we need here, doctor? Do we need political and policy certainty to make this a reality?
1: that's a necessary condition. Um, uh, Political leadership absolutely is a necessary thing, but it's not sufficient. We need to also get the business sector to come in. We need to get labor to come in. We need to make sure that businesses do not uh, uh, destroy value and get away with it, as we need to make sure that public money is not stolen with impunity. Or people in the name of boards of a on enterprises or chief executives and so on still in a fit of be what they're set to, to, to be. So I think we need to get a number of key issues uh, in place and, and synchronized, if you like, or coordinated political leadership with not just talk, but with action. Uh, Putting politics right, putting capable people in charge of various government entities, that's the necessary condition, but also getting businesses to do with the national savings what would be conducive to economic growth and job creation. We need to get a whole lot of other stuff, like our skill platform is falling behind very badly. So we need to have a discussion with our universities and technical colleges and all of that. Um, So I think there's a mountain of work to be done. But first things first is to get the politics, uh, stop the rot and stop the stealing and
0: destroying our value. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us, and let uh, we hope that you have yourself a wonderful 2018 ahead.
1: Thank you very much. You too, and the listeners as well.